Hello everyone and welcome back into another episode. It's been quite a while, I do apologise for it being that long but it's been very very busy in the past couple of months and we're just going to get a good catch up and let you know what's been happening. So probably first off we've been back out gigging which has been fantastic and that's kind of taken up the majority of my time. Gigging was the thing that took up a lot of my time before even doing the podcast, started doing the podcast during lockdown because there wasn't really much else to do and I wanted to try and kind of keep as creative as possible and since I released the last episode which was about the 14th of July we had our first gig on the 18th I believe it was and from there it's just been kind of constant from uh, weekend to weekend so it's been brilliant kind of been back out and I'm just kind of trying to get used to the busy lifestyle again of what it was what it was like when uh, just before the the pandemic to be honest but yeah 17 gigs so far in in the books and that's us just on the 12th of September now so I think last weekend was the was the biggest weekend so far and that was kind of three gigs, that was Thursday, Friday, Saturday that we did but it's just been good to be back out and engaging with people as we kind of play some some music and stuff and being able to see people kind of let their hair down a bit and just enjoy themselves and we can enjoy ourselves as well because we can we can do we're back to doing what we what we love so now the the gigs have not came without their challenges since been back right enough so I'll go over a couple of funny funny stories that we've that we've got since um but a bit of advice I know everyone's as eager to get out as we are but what we've, re- what we've realized we had a couple of gigs where as soon as you finish a song you not not even a couple of sec- seconds finished and then everybody's on top of you what are you going to play next what are you going to play next you need to appreciate that yes we might have just played like three or four songs in the trot give us a wee chance just to get a wee drink of water or something you know like we love being back as much as you've obviously enjoying us kind of playing but just try not being too on top of us um because we're a little bit out of shape for for, for this you know um, we've had 16 plus months off and it takes a wee bit of uh, getting used to again and with uh, singing again and things like that you need to let us uh, get a wee drink of water uh, it's just a wee kind of pet peeve that I had um, I was just kind of thinking about it in the lead up to this episode don't hound the band as, as soon as they finish a song um, aye it's <laughs> It can be a wee bit frustrating when you just want to get a wee drink of water just before you go into the next section of, of what you're going to kind of do. But a couple of stories, um, and it's mostly from the Fusion side of things, um, because I've been playing Fusion and Highway, and that's how I've kind of got the, the volume of gigs in so far, which has been which has been great. I love playing with, with both bands, and Highway is going to be the band that I'm going to transition to once Fusion kind of finish up their final dates next year um, or at least for, for Dale and I anyway we're not too sure what the, what the guys are, are looking to do like the other guys in the band if they want to kind of keep it going so it was on the 7th of August we were playing a, we were playing a venue 
it was out by uh, leaving. Uh, so that's a, a place in Scotland. And got to the venue and we're like, right, okay, we've got about 10 minutes before we can we can kind of get in. Uh, we'll back the van up and we'll kind of start uh, getting ready to, to do the load in. And the back doors wouldn't open. So that's obviously where we keep all our gear and we've got a partition wall in between where the crew cab is so we probably spent about like 45 minutes to an hour just like trying to find ways to to unlock the van um just the the, the kind of back doors and it's just like nothing was working the key fob seemed to have not been working but the battery was also like soldered on to the key as well which was weird we've never seen anything like that before so we decided, right, we're just going to need to try and rip through this partition, which is which is probably about like 10 to 15 mil thick, thick um, kind of like uh, plywood, I think it was. And my God, it was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I mean, we're trying to keep as calm as possible and then we just kind of got to a point where like, we need to kind of try and get through this or we're going to need to try and pry the back doors open you know that's the, that's the last thing you want to do because as soon as you kind of break the integrity of the back door it's kind of like hard to secure that especially when you're traveling home and stunk and things like that so we got to a point where we we're trying to work through the partition and nothing is working um to, to a certain extent anyway and then Dale kind of went around the back just to kind of try and take a crowbar to to the back door and just at that point I was like right okay it looks as if I ne it needs to kind of cave inward towards the back door and not kind of try and pull the partition towards us which we've been trying to do and um, it's just the way that it was kind of like screwed in and, and things like that so in a last ditch attempt I was like fuck it I'm just going to try and give this a really good kick so I channeled my inner Shawn Michaels you know a couple of sweet chin music style kicks obviously not as high because I'm definitely not as flexible as that and probably gave it about like five or six kicks and then it kind of caved in quite a good bit so we decided to do it just along the top of the full thing uh, luckily the partition as well was was kind of like halved so I managed to kick the one that was kind of like small like a, a smaller half and kicked that away from where it was secured onto the onto the frame of the van and then just kind of pulled it just to kind of try and break it climb through and then there's a kind of deadlock in the back door that you can kind of open from but you need to be from the inside which is a, a little bit uh, a little bit stupid um if you're like completely locked out out the van um and you're looking away looking for a way to kind of open that up but we managed to get Jamie to climb through, he opened it and then we got the gear out and then kind of did the did the gig from there. Uh, we usually play in kilts as well so we were just we just said to the, the bride that we were we'll just we'll just uh, chuck the shirts on and we'll just play and I think we we're in, in jeans for, for that one. Um, we travelled up in jeans anyway so it didn't look too bad but at the end of the day we were just there to to do our entertainment and the best option for us was just to chuck the shirts on and uh, forget about putting the putting the kilts on but they ended up to be like quite a decent gig as well 
um, after all the kind of stress of trying to get into the back of the van and now we've just got we just took away that kind of smaller portion of the partition and that's just a way we can climb through just now um just we, ha we haven't had too much time to actually kind of try and get it into a garage and that so there is a lot of kind of climbing over seats just to kind of get and unlock the the back um but i think we'll we need to investigate it at, at some point but at the moment we do have a way that we can work around it and that's just the way we're going to approach it just now um just just because our lifestyles are i've got a much busier since things have uh, started to pick up so that's the kind of best option for us right now um and we can still uh, lock and unlock the van at the moment so um it's all good from that kind of point of view and then a couple of weeks ago we were playing uh, a venue called Lodge and Loch Lomond which is a, a lovely venue right on the loch as well a lovely area of the country just for anyone that isn't from Scotland and we're travelling up and we're getting to about five miles from the venue and this is just a kind of A road um, that we're travelling up and we get to a certain point I think it was at the Carrick Golf Club so it's a notoriously famous golf course that is in Scotland on Loch Lomond and there's a road closure so we're kind of driving up and we decide like we'll need to just try and speak to this police officer that is that is there and he informs us that the road is closed and that the only way round is like an hour and a half detour round so bearing in mind we've left for this gig to get to the venue for between half past and quarter to six so this is about um 20 past six that we kind of get to this point and we're like right okay well if this is the only way then we're just gonna have to go around that way so it it was obviously closed because there was a fatality um, and it's all it's not it's not a nice situation just to kind of hear that someone's kind of lost their life and stuff like that so um we kind of that kind of fell a, a little heavy on us as well just when you think about these kind of situations you know um but anyway we started making our way around the the what they called the detour but it was definitely not um the the most quick of details to be honest it was a bit of a nightmare so it's like kind of single single carriageway um and we just got to a certain point but it was just gridlock and there's no signal so we've been trying to phone the venue the venue's got like six options before you can even just it even says hold before and a member of the team will get to you and then you end up in a queue just because it's it appears to be quite a, a busy phone line for the venue and we were just like right okay we can't really panic here because this is out with our control it's not something that we've done that's kind of caused this or caused us to to be late so we stopped there for quite a bit and we're in gridlock and then we start moving again moving along quite a thing and then we hit another another portion of this road where we hit gridlock again and then before we know it we've been sitting there for about like 40 minutes before there was kind of any movement we end up kind of like traveling up the road and 
there's kind of like highway maintenance guys that it wasn't kind of part of their job but they decided just to kind of try and help kind of get the traffic moving along just because there was a lot of coaches being diverted through and stuff and apparently like further up the road it was just like completely like there was so much um traffic like stuck and there was a couple of coaches that just weren't able to move anymore but there was a kind of road that you could kind of pull off and uh, they kind of directed us, al directed us along there so by the time we got to the venue it was about quarter to ten so we'd been on this detour for um, the best part of three hours and turn up at the venue for there to be a pipe band just about to start playing um, so I was like, right, okay, it looks like we won't be getting set up as quickly as we as we thought we would. So we kind of let them play a couple of songs and then one of the guys from the pipe band comes over and is like, would it help if we move forward and uh, you just can kind of start setting up? And I was like, yeah, that'd be that'd be great. So we, we start from there. This is probably going on to just before 10 o'clock that we kind of start setting up. Set up as quick as we can and with the dance floor being laid um, as well just after that pipe band I think we got started about quarter to eleven and then we, we managed to convince the venue to let us play till quarter past twelve they had a kind of strict curfew for twelve o'clock unfortunately so we kind of we, it's like we felt bad because we weren't there at the time that we said but it was also out with our control and then I was like speaking to the bride before we started playing. She was like, "Oh yeah, like I had like guests leave. This kind of happened like afternoon time, and obviously nobody had thought to tell us as well. It could have given us an opportunity to leave earlier, and then we could have possibly got there a lot earlier as well. But it, in hindsight, it was just one of these things, and they were happy with the the service we provided for the amount of time that we were able to play." and there was there was no issue we still had uh, a pretty decent night and again that was one of those ones that i just said to dale and the boys we we just chuck shirts on and just kind of go from there and i said to the bride as well look we are not we're just going to chuck the shirts on um and then kind of go from it from there so jamie and i were both wearing like kind of shorts so like the kind of chino shorts we played in we played in them just had the black shirts on and it was more important again that we actually played and got they got the most of the time out of us being there and the fact that we were kind of willing to kind of play longer as well but it was just kind of down to the venues restrictions that we couldn't actually play for for much longer than than we'd uh, hoped to have played i think we were hoping to play to about one o'clock just just because we wanted to give them give them a party we've been enjoy playing since we've kind of got back out and it's just one of those things like if it's out with your control but you're you're still willing to to do the the extra work just because they have they have paid you to kind of do a job you know so it didn't end there for that night though we were we, so we got packed up and we start driving along the the road the, the a82 was was now open again and we started driving along just to kind of get ourselves home 
and we're kind of driving up to this roundabout and I can see this woman kind of like frantically moving about and I was like what the hell is going on here like is she drunk or something and it was like it's just it's really kind of out of ordinary and especially where we were as well so pulling up to the roundabout and I was like has something something no right so we kind of take the roundabout a wee bit slow and I kinda I kinda look at Dale and Dale's like, yeah, like let, let's turn back a wee bit and let's make sure she's okay. So we pulled off the roundabout um, and I just kinda done a U-turn to kinda burrow back and drove up towards her and kinda rolled the window down and I was like, Are you okay? And she, she was just like a deed in headlights, you know, and then she kinda like fixed on to me and she was like she was like, Oh, I'm in a nine 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 call and I was like, Right, okay. So she was like, I need to know where I am so we got our phones out and we're like yeah you're on the A82 and then you're at a roundabout at Arden uh, so she says that to the, the operators and then we're like like what's going on is like can we assist you at all and she's like oh my husband's collapsed so we're like on this roundabout there's no car about or anything we're like where the fuck is this guy so she's like there's a car park over there so we drive around find the car park which is in pitch black i would never have found this car park if i was looking for it so i don't even know how they found it and the boys um kind of helped out with with the guy and his wife while i kind of just sat on i just uh, took a torch went to the went to the roundabout road and then just waited for the ambulance just to come just so that I could kind of flag them down and kind of take them to, to this guy but it appeared that he'd had it's possibly his blood sugar levels had kind of dropped uh, he was feeling quite dizzy and warm so they kind of pulled over and as soon as they stopped he undid the seatbelt opened the door and went to swing his legs out but he just fell out the, the car unfortunately and kind of um, smashed his head off the ground so there's a wee bit of blood and everything like that boys done a great job of uh, comforting them and just making sure that everything's okay asking the right questions and stuff and then i just kind of waited by the by the roadside just to kind of try and get the ambulance round and kind of get them the assistance that they needed as, as soon as possible just to kind of save them uh looking for for these people and not knowing where to uh, where to actually find them and i think they really appreciated that we kind of we'd stopped and assisted the best that we could and just kind of making sure to keep the guy talking and and things like that from what i gather from the from the guys and yeah it was a it was quite just a nice to do like a kind of good deed especially after the kind of day that we had um of actually getting to the venue um but then we ended up not getting into about four o'clock in the morning just because we we're looking for somewhere to eat because we we're absolutely starving as well so yeah, uh, so <laughs> being being back gigging has um, definitely not uh, not been as uneventful as we thought it might have thought it may have been. You know, you don't expect like kind of big events like that. Um, so hopefully we're just a little bit more plain sailing as we kind of ease back into to more and more gigs um, for for the rest of the year. And there was also a strange one that I had, and it was we were playing up in Aberdeen, and we turned up to the venue, 
got set up and stuff and then the person that was running the wedding was like oh yeah that's fine like there's no dancing tonight this was just before the dancing restrictions were lifted and we're like right okay um we can't really stop people from dancing too much like if we're in the middle of a song you're not gonna like be playing a song and they're like oh you can't dance by the way so you need to, to go off the floor and she's like no 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 that's fine don't worry she's like i've got stewards so there was pretty much bouncers like right in f- like right on front of the dance floor just stopping people from dancing it was the most bizarre thing that i've ever seen and then you've got like a couple of drunk guys that are like just getting up off their seats and then as if they're going to talk to somebody and then kind of like dance around the bouncer <laughs> it was quite funny to be fair the bouncer was uh, having a laugh with it as well you know definitely uh, didn't seem too phased by by that and he could kind of see the the kind of ridiculousness of it but we can understand that um, venues maybe put in their own safety measures just to kind of keep themselves right and, th- and things like that um, just through these kind of times of kind of easing out and that but yeah that's the kind of most interesting things that have happened with the with the gigs so obviously I'm playing with the two bands so um, it's keeping me ni- nice and busy and it's a uh, it's helping us uh, save a bit of money for uh, the the baby coming as well, but I'll get onto that uh, in a wee second. I'll stick on the music side of things, and it's been a long time coming, but I finally got a new drum kit. So I was looking at a Sonar AQ1 drum kit for quite a while, and it was probably at the beginning of last year I'd put a savings pot into my um, bank account to start saving for this for this drum kit so at this point it was a grand for the for the drum kit and then obviously the the pandemic hit and I kind of scrapped that idea so I've been kind of looking about especially as we kind of started getting back out and stuff I was like oh I might actually get a new drum kit at some point might be nice to get it before before the baby comes as well see what this kind of state of play is and I'd been kind of keeping an eye on the drum kit for a little while and then I'd seen that the price had dropped to £600 so I decided just to kind of to kind of get the drum kit I, I took it out on uh, just a year's finance just to, for the first couple of months I can pay the monthly payments and then I'll, I'll have extra in savings there that I can just kind of pay that kind of finance off so uh, it's nice bright yellow and I absolutely love this drum kit. So the first drum kit that I was bought out with, a kind of starter drum kit, was a Mapex Emberch. And I absolutely loved that kit. I loved the wood as well. It was nice, warm, punchy, and it just had a really nice thud to it as well. And to me, those sound of drums are what I like. So when I went to the the D drum kit that I got, that ash kit, it was very, very punchy and kind of poppy. Um, but I always kind of struggled just to kind of get the sound that I really liked out of it, and especially the bass drum as well. The bass drum was a 20, 20 inch by 20 inch, and it was just an absolute nightmare just to get a, a sound out of that that I enjoyed. So, going back to the, the butts kit is amazing. And I had and it was like a seven piece kit that I had before and I was only using like um, a rack tom and a floor tom but I decided with this 
with this kit it has the mount going into the the bass drum as well so the positioning of those toms are much better for me and i was like i'm just going to get used to having two toms up top again and the floor tom so i'm using all the drums that i have now and i'm just so used to to this setup now i i love having just the extra voice in there for some of the fills and the kit itself just sounds absolutely fantastic it's yeah it's just great to have an instrument there that every time i sit down i'm so inspired to play um and i just i love the color as well it's it is bright yellow and i it just it stands out so much and it's different you know um <laughs> it's just it's bold it's, it was a bold choice to kind of get it it's funny because there was a running joke in highway before just with the the old drummer and they would say about the make of his kit and stuff like that and they were they've started calling my kit big argos <laughs> it's just because it's bright yellow you know it can it can look like a toy kit definitely doesn't sound like a toy kit um but uh, it's, it's quite funny, you know, so um, I'm, I'm kind of getting a, a nickname, a big Argos for Highway. <laughs> and, but uh, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. If you just want to adopt that name for me as well, go ahead. Um, it's all a bit of fun in games. I, I like it. Um, but I've been absolutely loving playing, playing the new drums so far. And yeah, I can't wait to just get more and more familiar with it. And the more and more I practice as well at home the more and more I can I can do with the kit so new drum kit definitely overdue and it's one of the favorite things that I've kind of bought in the in the past past year or so so as I'd as I'd said in a couple of past episodes that we're obviously expecting our first child and on the 7th of August we actually found out what we're having so we are having a baby boy and i'm so excited i was adamant that it was going to be a girl just because that seems to be the way things have, have went for both our families it's, the majority has definitely been girls first um but to be having a wee boy it's just it's just so exciting and the fact that we've chosen his name and when we're talking in the house we can actually just use his name and oh this is his room and and everything like that we've got the room decorated we've got a nice carpet down as well which was badly needed and everything's just kind of starting to come together as well we've got furniture coming soon and then we can get a load of clothes put into the into the the furniture that we've got coming and we've been very lucky people have been very very generous with the the amount of clothes that we've been that we've been given from people we've had toys and things like that as well like kind of learning toys that are going to be so beneficial for them as we've kind of grown up and we just can't we can't wait to spend um, so much time with them been able to kind of see them to grow and it's it's the most exciting thing going on in our lives at the moment and we're just so grateful for the amount of um gen 
the amount of people that have been so generous with us as well, especially with like all the clothes, like my parents um, helping us with the decorations of the room. Emma's mum, um, she's like bought the pram and the cot bed for us and a ton of other things as well. So we've been really taken care of by so many people and it's such such an amazing thing um my, my best mate and his fiance they uh, got us the 4d scan and that's when we found out the the gender of the baby and that was such an amazing experience we're so thankful for for them doing that for us as well so they've just got so much gratitude for for everyone that's um that's helped and been so generous with uh, kind of like buying us a couple of things and that so it's just it's just so exciting and I think getting the room done has definitely made it so much more real again as well there's always these kind of steps that are like oh we're getting close we're getting close you know but like we still can't believe that that this is kind of happening for us just because it's been that long a wait for um as to fall pregnant and it's just it's just so exciting so yeah we've got a, a wee baby boy on the way and his room's almost ready and we're just waiting on on him arriving so yeah i, I honestly can't can't wait to be, become a dad and emma can't wait to become a mum and she's going to be absolutely fantastic she's going to boss this so that's what's been happening on the on the kind of baby front we're kind of taking each week as it goes and emma's kind of like feeling good some days and and feeling not so good um some other days just with but it's either heartburn or um just kind of trying to move her bills a, a little bit um but it's just these things that we're that we've kind of come to come to expect and kind of taking each day as it comes just to, to make make sure she's okay and she's just trying to live as normal life as, as she can um, and try and do as much as, as possible but this has been the best thing as well is that she's actually kind of listened to her body and when she's when her body's saying I'm tired then she is actually just like kind of chilling and I'm, I'm really thankful for her doing that. Um, training wise I haven't really done too much um, especially over the past couple of weeks just because it's been absolutely manic and probably this week as well going into it, it's going to be it's going to be manic I've got rehearsal Tuesday setting up for a gig on Wednesday doing the gig on Thursday and then a gig on Saturday so I'm going to try and squeeze in as much as I can because um, I really do need to to start taking care of my health because work's been that busy I've just been getting that kind of stressed and work and enjoying enjoying the gigs but, but there's been a lot of kind of like traveling far away for gigs and that is uh, that really takes it out of you as well when it kind of comes to the travel for for these kind of long distance gigs but the good thing is that i've kind of kept up a, a pretty good stretching routine i'm using the romwood app which is a range of motion uh, workout of the day that, that, well, that's what it kind of stands for and it just really kind of limbers you up a, a good bit and I've seen the benefits of that in my drumming and in the kind of training that I'm doing 
I've been to see a, th a physio as well about my shoulder. She said there's no tear or anything um, because I had quite a, a sore uh, shoulder, which seemed to be like my rotator cuff, and what she was saying was that actually my traps uh, are being overused and my delts are being overused, and then that's what's kind of causing the pulling on my on my rotator cuff and that's why it's sore when I kind of hang from a bar so I'm doing exercises daily that she's given me for for those and that's kind of really helping and then doing the doing the wrong wood stuff is kind of helping the kind of rest of my body everything's kind of starting to to loosen up a, a little bit more which is uh which is great uh, I just wish I'd done it um a lot earlier so using that tool at the moment and I've been playing a bit of football which is I've really enjoyed kind of getting back out playing so I'm gonna keep that up as as much as I can just kind of play um, every couple of weeks if possible and kind of take it from there on on that front but uh, fitness wise I haven't really done too much oh I'll, I'll be honest um, I kind of kind of slacking a lot but I'm gonna attack as much as I can this week and then see where I can go from there I was doing a lot of, a lot more kind of strength side of things but I think I'm just going to kind of balance it out strength and conditioning um, from there work on the exercises that I've been given for, for my shoulder and after that once it's kind of really strengthened up I don't have any pain again that's when I'll start doing uh, the gymnastics side of things um, but this has just been a wee catch up anyway I've, I've, it's been it feels like it's been absolutely ages um, it has been a couple of months since I had posted an episode but I just wanted to get something out and I'll get um, I'll get more done um, definitely I'll, more frequently than, than kind of keeping it this long and until, until the next episode um, I hope you all have a great week and I'll catch you in the next one cheers